Good morning. Sean Sewell with Ingamer.com. My dog, Chloe Sewell, coming at you from base of Sean's Run here at Jones Pass. And we are testing out this adventure wagon, Mercedes-Benz Sprinter 4x4 that the people in the video will see uh, behind me. Uh, for those of you who are not watching, I'll describe it to you. It is a Sprinter 144 4x4, 2500 turbo diesel basis, and an adventure wagon. Outfitted it with about $50,000 worth of accessories, um, and I just got done shooting the video for it, so that'll be up here in the next day or two on our YouTube channel and on Ingimit.com. And uh, it's been cheating, to be totally honest, coming from tent camping and um, rooftop tent camping to having a uh, basically 12 or 13 foot truck with a full on bed, I'll just walk you through if you're watching the video, and a heater, a fan, so there is the inside. Big bed. You can tell we've been kind of living out of it for the last few days. Got the laptop there, food, mule bags, guitar. A lot of the gear you'll probably have seen in reviews. If not, you will see soon. Uh, Dometic cooler we have reviews on. There's a Patagonia jacket that I keep mentioning. That we can't tell you what it is yet. And um, some camera equipment. 360 cameras, Peak Design bag we had a review upon last week, the Peak Design Everyday Sling. Uh, everything that we get sent, we do use. <laughs> and if I don't use it, and other riders don't use it, we give it to friends and family. So stuff gets put to use. What is this episode all about? Not just this wa uh, adventure wagon. I just wanted to show you some possibilities of using audio and video equipment. My last one I shot on the GoPro Hero 10 with uh, with the wireless microphone and it's actually a really big hit. I asked the question, would you guys be interested in learning what audio and video equipment I use? Not only for the videos that you see on YouTube, but for production, working with Strong First, um, interviewing Patagonia, interviewing Hestra, um, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. So that actually had a lot of positive feedback. People ask good questions. Several people went out and purchased um, some wireless microphones, cameras, lenses, stuff like that. And no, I'm not paid to advertise for those companies, but I just want to share with you how I use it and it seemed to be of help to others, which makes me very, very happy. Some people actually start in their own YouTube channel, which is awesome. So yeah, we we'll definitely want to support them as well and appreciate their support for us. All right, so I will put together more videos. If you are curious, I'm shooting on the Sony a7 IV with a Tamron 17 to 28 millimeter 2.8 lens with a variable ND filter. Um, I'm not good at this stuff, but I'll tell you how I use it. Uh, right now it's at f4.0. If I rotate the dial, we get down to 2.8, but I start to get some vignetting on the sides, which gives you a kind of a classic look. Also, some people think it doesn't look good at all. So I'll bump it up a little bit higher, maybe to four. Four was good keeps things in focus. What I've noticed is when I shoot the videos with a nice blurry background, they look so good and it brings attention to the product or the person, but oftentimes it can uh, lose focus sometimes, which can be very frustrating. So my experience, if you bump up the F stop, it's gonna hold on to the subject a little better. So it's always a compromise. Do you want uh, depth of field, separation, blurry background awesomeness, or do you wanna keep stuff in focus <laughs> and I'm trying to vary the light conditions so you can see what a variable ND filter can do. The sun behind me and then sun face on me. Obviously this looks probably a little better. So let's talk about other things we have going on. Um, the Beacon Bash, the fifth annual 
Backcountry Beacon Bash will be here in Colorado, more than likely at Winter Park. And that will be either the very end of October or the very beginning of November, right before the resort opens up. We had it at Winter Park last year. The year before we had it virtually because of COVID. The year before that we had it at Loveland. And the year before that, we had it at the OG spot at Winter Park. It was such a huge success last year. I think we raised like five or $6,000 for our local Avalanche Information Center, which is C-A-I-C, Colorado Avalanche Information Center. It was such a good success. Hundreds and hundreds of people show up in a parking lot, in a snowstorm, uh, in pretty cold temperatures, and raised a lot of money for them. Friends of Bertha Pass as well. My good friends, uh, Bertha Pass is just over that's Sean's run right there. On the other side is Berthed Pass, uh, second favorite place to go, hiking and backcountry snowboarding and backcountry skiing. Anyways, we raised a lot of money for them as well. And then it was so successful, we created a model with Weston skis and splitboards to then take it to other states. We went to Utah, raised money for the Utah Avalanche Information Center. Awesome. And I imagine this year we'll probably do that again and or even go up to Pacific Northwest and get those guys taken care of, raise some money for them and some awareness, get people practicing their skills. Uh, again, this is not in, in place of education. Your area level one, two, rec, um, companion rescue, or whatever you have outside of a, um, the USA. I'm sure there's even more stringent ones up in Canada. I've not gone through them, but I am level two and rec um, certified and all that here through ARI. You, if you're gonna recreate in the backcountry, you need education. The Beacon Bash is simply a way to meet new people, practice your skills, and buy some raffle tickets for some cool gear to then make your season even better and raise money for our local Avalanche Information Center. So win, 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 win. My opinion, that's a lot of fun. My friend Wade Lancaster and, um, and myself and the Weston Ski and Splitboard crew will be hosting it again. So if you are in Colorado or near Colorado, it's worth making the jaunt down. And last year we were able to get a discount on hotels too. So if, um, if you don't have a nice van like that one right there or a nice setup uh, and you need a hotel room, uh, come get a discount hotel room. My wife actually came up last year and we had a great time. So had a hot tub, uh, nice restaurants, uh, people brought their kids. It's, it's a fun event. And so is the Beacon Bash. That'll be... Um, kid-friendly absolutely don't bring your dogs well we have a lot of dogs there we actually had rescue dogs uh, alpine rescue dogs there demonstrating how they help um, find people uh, it was really cool but just do the dogs at home i love dogs but it gets chaotic anyways bring the kids bring your friends bring your family come raise some money have some fun and i'll put i'll put links below when that becomes uh, live when we get a secure date other stuff of course we're working on patagonia you may have noticed some videos up on uh, in Gearman's YouTube and on our website, the Patagonia DOS light pants, which will be out here very soon. I've been using them uh, before we had the van. We just camp in the tent and it gets pretty flipping cold. Uh, so definitely in the winter when we camp, we um, puffy pants are our secret sauce to making it more palatable. And then we have the, the micro puff from Patagonia, which is the new updated version with their new recycled materials featuring the recycled fishing nets, which is awesome. So no more Pertex, we went through own material. And then we had the down sweater, which I used last night to sleep in. It was so comfortable. And then we do a comparison between a down sweater versus a synthetic uh, micro puff. Other reviews we have coming up, Allbirds should be going live here as I'm shooting this video. The Allbirds Trail Runner SWT, yeah, Sugar, wool tree 
they're very comfortable trail runners and they look nice because they're all birds they look attractive and then since last time we had the peak designs everyday carry sling 10 and then tomorrow night my colleague james terry will come over and we'll do a comparison between the wandered sling the peter mckinnon from nomadic sling which i really enjoyed and have a review on already and then the peak designs sling will have a comparison i think we'll probably get a couple more slings uh, so if you're a camera person and you might be uh, that would be really cool to check out and of course we're going to show you all the equipment that we carry in ours he is a micro four thirds guy olympus i am now full frame sony guy used to be panasonic the autofocus i couldn't trust it so uh, it'll be fun to go through our gear and share with you what we keep in our bags and how you might utilize it for your adventures as well oh there's so many more reviews coming up um so we worked with tiva about a month ago and then Choco caught wind of that so they sent over a pair of their new lightweight Bodhi sandals that review was up yesterday uh very comfortable actually I'm not wearing them right now because it was I was out hiking back there checking out mushrooms and stuff uh, but once I get back to being cash mode I will put on those in replace of these these are actually my favorite boots ever um, they're the Vasque Breeze uh, mid Gore-Tex I have four pair <laughs> Modest Cecil's got a pair he's got two pair Everybody, I recommend these. They're still in stock. They keep selling up because they're really comfortable. They're lightweight. Uh, but we will have a review on some Loa boots I just sent over. Actually, I used those. We went way deep in there. And uh, Chloe Dog was leading the charge. It has been wet. Really, really wet in Colorado, which I love. But there's mushrooms everywhere and little tributaries and creeks. And so we're just, we are bushwhacking it, going through the, the meadow and the trees, exploring the backcountry. And the Loas were fantastic for that. I think it's a Loa Malta GTX, um, made in Europe too. Nice, they're high end, like $220. We'll have that review up here very soon. There's so many reviews. Kate Agathon's been crushing on the bike um, world. A lot of Pearl Izumi, a lot of bike specific clothing from a female perspective, which is really nice to see, not just my opinions. Uh, Maya Cecil's working on some more Patagonia stuff. Andrew Piotrowski, our badass out in the East Coast, the ultra running, boating father, Stand-up paddleboarder has got some reviews out on some very budget-friendly Tifosi sunglasses, like 40 bucks. These are the Spy right here, about 200 bucks. And we do a lot of work with Costa. That's what I was trying to get to, Costa. We have a Costa um, Diego with a new lens to us. Not new in the world, but the Costa Diego is a more full wrap, full coverage sunglass. And it has their copper silver mirror lens, which is good for the variable lights we've had this, this summer with get cloud cover right now, but not very much of it. But in cloud cover when it storms, and it seems like it's gonna storm every day here in Colorado, right around one o'clock to three o'clock, it just pours, which is great. <laughs> but uh, something you need to be aware of. Bring a rain jacket and we're just dancing in the rain and get some good shades. So we'll have that Costa Diego review up. There are so many more. I never have a script. I just kind of go from right from my heart out, get it out. Um, da -da 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 -da. There's a lot. You'll see it on the Gamer channel. Um, and subscribe if you want to see this content. I'm only covering maybe a quarter of what we're re reviewing since the last uh, podcast. So every day, pretty much, we have a new review either on thegamer.com or on the YouTube channel. And um, I'm thinking about getting back into podcast guest. I had taken a break for almost, gosh, when was the last podcast guest? Almost a year ago. Pavel Macek uh, from Czechia, a uh, strong first colleague, fantastic guest. But I had issues with my internet, so I had to rewire my whole house, all new hardware. And then, then I got really, really, really busy in a good way. And I 
it was hard to schedule with other people. And so I just stopped. And so I was just shooting them as myself, trying to cover what we've done, other 45, 46 now riders we have, uh, to keep you apprised of what we're working on. And it's actually gone pretty dang well. And I don't care about the numbers, I just wanna care about the interaction with you guys. Um, and it, since that, that last year, since our last guest, Pavel Machek, I've had the opportunity to work with Pavel Tatsulin, whose birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Pavel. Brett Jones, Derek Toshner, uh, Karen Smith, um, a host of people, like the, the ultimate leaders, in my opinion, in the fitness and health industry. And I would be more than happy to host them on here if you guys would find it interesting. Um, yeah, this, there's the random survey. Would you like more guests on the podcast? Yes or no? And hopefully the answer is yes. And if not, you're going to get them anyways, because Will Rickards, our colleague, our Welchman, the professor, is going to have three guests that he's actually going to do the Ingram podcast. He's going to host it and interview them, their adventure athletes from all around the world, as Will has found inspiration from them to train and do something totally wild. He is, <clears throat> put this camera down, he is going to bike from his house in Aurora, which is on the east side of Denver, all the way to Mount Evans, which is a 14,000 foot plus peak here in Colorado. Uh, exact distance, I'm guessing, is 130, 150 miles. That's a long, long distance. And so my colleague, James Terry, the one I mentioned earlier about the camera equipment, is gonna create a little video documentary on Will's adventure. And in the process, we'll share that with, of course, the engagement audience. He's been outfitted head to toe and bicycle and gear from other companies. So I'll have a lot of content from a venture standpoint, as well as he's going to then interview his inspirational athletes. And we'll put it here on the engagement podcast. So uh, be an international audience uh, reaching right there and really interesting conversations about what inspires them, what motivates them and, and all that. So I believe that gets you caught up on most probably not most probably 10 percent of what we've been doing and i'll give you one last gander of the beautiful area we come to frequent so often to test things out and one more gander of my beautiful little girl chloe who's doing really good on the adventures missing her brother riley of course but she's been doing really really good making the most of our opportunities oh one last thing i must note unlike the woo woo um, side. I'm really woo-woo. I don't know. I like to be in tune with nature. Over that hill right there, I saw the biggest shooting star in my life. I honestly thought a plane exploded and was coming through the sky. Um, I see shooting stars very, very often. And to, on a deeper level, like I touched on a few times, I've lost every member of my family. And each one of them, as they passed, I feel a connection to them through nature. In my brother's case, um, he was 21 when he died of a heart attack. He was high-functioning special needs. He was my little guy. I, you know, I was gonna take care of him for the rest of his life. I was gonna be his, uh, his guardian. Um, when he passed that night, I witnessed an amazing shooting star. So every time I think of my brother, Matthew, I look up to the sky and more often than not, I'll see a shooting star. It's a really beautiful connection and I cherish it. So I was thinking about Matthew last night and my colleague, Michael Clemente, an agreement writer, was right here and we were sipping on some whiskey and I see what I thought was an exploding plane over Michael's head right there. And it was a magnificent shooting star. So if you have connection to loved ones like that, some people see a bird, a certain bird. My sister, uh, after she passed, a yellow butterfly. I swear to goodness, I can see a yellow butterfly every spring and summer, just thinking about her. My father's snow. Um, so yeah, it's, these are my connections. I'm sure that's relatable for a lot of you out there. 
it's nice to have a connection to loved ones through nature, which is pretty much the basis of why we do what we do with Engearment. To share how we enjoy gear, how we use it to get you and your loved ones outside having a good time, cherishing, making memories. All right, I'll stop rambling the heavy stuff. One last gander, the adventure wagon. <laughs> I have to give it back in two hours and I don't want to, but uh, stay tuned for that video. Got some drone footage too, it's pretty, pretty spiffy. So I'm Sean Sewell, owner and director of Stoke. Thank you for all your support over the years. Uh, if there's anything you want us to work on, let me know in the comments below. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.